I'm back. Good evening. Happy Thursday. The mood has struck. It's time to record. So this podcasting is kind of a trip. You know, I used to sit in the back room with the girls and just, you know, bullshit about (laughs) the craziest things that happened to me because I'm 36. A lot of people wonder why I am still single. Um... Which is kind of a good question. I actually uh, traveled off to Reno this weekend and got asked that a lot. And in Reno, I actually uh, fired up the old Tinder again. Just to kind of, you know, check the scene, see what's going on. Tinder's still the same thing. You know, I'll get back to that. Some interesting things have happened. Uh, But got off work a little while ago. Stopped by my local liquor store. You know, I hope everybody has a local liquor store. Like a local convenient place you go to like pick up that one thing and see that familiar face, man. I just love that. On the south side growing up, we had Jeans. Shout out to Jeans Liquors on the south side of San Jose. That was like our place. And I know a lot of people listening right now (laughs) because it might be only my friends listening. And thank you. Um knows where Jeans is and I still swing down to the south side just to you know check it out it's the the spot so I walk in and it's a family that owns a husband a wife and a child and they're like we sold the place and I'm shocked I'm like well cool but I uh, who am I gonna see who's my person And, and you know they're like we're gonna take some time off we're gonna cruise the world and I'm like that's so rad That is so rad, you know, and I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm never going to see these people again, and I've seen them for three years, often, and I just said, you know what, enjoy life, enjoy the life, and, you know, have a good one, and take it easy, which brings me back to what the fuck happened to me today, so I'm going to try to give you some backstory about me a little bit and this whole dating thing and how I've got here and how I'm trying to find the dynamic of changing things, um, whether just for myself or for the five, six single women that we sit around bullshitting about this and like how shocking it could be. Um, going to apologize for the microphone thing. Still working on getting a little setup. We're trying to get, you know, a round table of women for the next episode and really bullshit about what's going on, you know, and kind of banter. And I think that's where it started, you know, that back room. I just get back and it was like, everybody's like, Ooh, what happened? And shocked. They're all shocked with what happened. So I tell, you know, Richie here at the liquor store, I'm like, have a good, you know, enjoy life. If I never see you again, I hope it's good. Um, walk out. So I'm treating one of my clients. He's a younger man. He's uh, awesome. He's totally awesome. So we're chilling. He's like, hey, last time I was here, you know, I uh, Snapchatted some stuff. And uh, do you know this girl? And I'm like, hmm, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, she, he says, well, yeah, she says you guys have beef. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do we have beef? Um... So about a year and a half ago, uh, I went on a date. It was a really cool date with a guy that we had just this mutual attraction and he asked, want to hang out? Want to go on a date? We had like an all day date. We went to pizza. We first was, it was like coffee, pizza, beer. We went to open houses. We had like a great day. It was super cool. Um, 
he tells me we're, uh, he wants to marry me. Like, this is first off the bat, like, and he wants to, like, get to know me. He wants to do this all the correct way. So within a span of a really short time, I meet his father. He shows me his houses. He shows me his life. He's like, I do this, I do this, I do this. Cool. And I was in a really vulnerable state at this point, And God, it just felt really good to have somebody not just only interested, but just kind of open to all, everything, you know? So... Really quickly, it gets weird. And I'm like, whatever, you know, like, I'm always like, is it me? Oh, God, I wish sometimes it was. Well, obviously, I choose some of the, well, fuck, I don't know if I choose them or what. So, we're, uh, gosh, where am I? I can't even quite recall because this is how long it's been for somebody to have beef with me. But all in all, he's got this girl who says he is her boyfriend. And I'm like, wiping my hands off, stepping away, like, what? Now this at the moment was a 38, 39 year old man, something like that. And we're still doing this. And I was thinking about this today, like, why do you give a shit about me? I don't give a shit about you. Like, enjoy your life. The moment I found out about you, the moment all this happened, I was gone. I wanted no part of it. Nothing. And it brings me back to the submarine. Is any of this shit true or does he have a girlfriend? Have we come to this point where men are so hard up to play some side, some sort of game or get some sort of satisfaction that we, they're utterly lying, deceiving, and doing all kinds of crazy things. Anyways, I know people love, it's funny, because my fan base, which, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a fan base, but I'm going to keep doing this, because it's kind of like therapeutic and fun for me, and the craziest stuff happens to me, and it's exciting to share with everybody, and I cannot wait to get a bunch of girls around the table, because I think it'll brighten me up a little bit more, and you'll get to know me, and, um, my character a little bit more, and maybe, maybe you'll help guide me in a direction that's like, hey, maybe you should do, try this, and maybe your dates wouldn't be so fucked up, but, um, uh, anyways, I honestly lost my train of thought, so, from there on, submarine, I'm like, you know what, like, whatever he's got going on, if it's even true, because we had probably the greatest four-hour date that anybody could possibly have. I mean, we were so on the same page, and it was so freaking cool, but I cannot tell you how many people have wrote me and said, I think the submarine has a girlfriend, and I'm like, oh god, I've been through that with the homeless guy, so we call the, um, my friends and I call the last guy homeless. And no, he was not homeless. He just appeared to be homeless. Um, and in my defense of dating him, he's very, very smart. I have a thing for very, very smart men. But, you know, I'm starting to think, I think the summary may have a girlfriend or whatever it is. Again, I'm in a situation where there's no communication. Nothing is happening. But like I said, with the homeless guy, he's like, I'm going to marry you. With the submarine, he looked at me and said, on our wedding, during our wedding, I'm going to thank Tinder. 
And I recently read an article about if you hear something like this, run for the hills. And I, you know, it's, I don't think, I think I'm a woman who doesn't, like, I do not picture my wedding. I can't, I'm so independent at this point that it's really hard for me to even envision that at this moment. So I was talking to a friend, I was talking to Lamar the other night, and, you know, I said, you know, this really bothers me because I started counting up the amount of men that have said, I'm going to marry you. One of the best linebackers in the league right now. First time I, we were walking down Santa Cruz Boulevard in Las Cadenas. He's like, I'm going to marry you. These people are psychotic. People are emotional. And like Lamar says, women are emotional. And once you bring that emotion to the table and then you receive something back from a woman and you become defiant almost, it's unfair. Women are emotional creatures. I am a caretaker. I am a 100% care. If something happens to you, I will come to the door. I will do anything to take care of somebody, help somebody, love somebody. That's just who I am. That's how I've always been. So I kind of fall for this is what I'm realizing. So Lamar, he said, you know, man or woman, you bring any emotion to the table, you better be able to handle it back. So he says, one, any man that says this, like, I want to fucking marry you or first, second, third date, it's weird. It's weird. And if they were smart and set in their ways and maybe really truly liked me, there was, there's a better way. And if you're hearing this and you're a guy and you've had this mistake, maybe you say, I wish I would have met you sooner. You know, give some emotion, but not paint a picture. So... I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm back on Tinder. Like I said, I fired it up in Reno. I've had it for since Tuesday here in the Silicon Valley. Horrible. Man, the things people will say boggles my mind. I, um, so I started an Instagram for the podcast. It's at girl in the valley podcast. One word. And this is explicit, but this is really what's happening. I had a man text me hi last night. I know who he is. Nothing's ever happened. You know, just whatever. We know each other. I said, hi. He said, let's do anal. No idea where he thought he could do that. Are we to this point to where we cannot communicate properly and we are using our phones and we're hiding behind them? And we are saying whatever we want to get away with it. It's, you know, right now, I can tell you, I am confidently lost. Because I feel like I know what I want, but I don't know how to go about it. And that's how I want to change this sort of dynamic. I want to, I want to get back to dating. I want to go on a date. I want things to happen naturally. I want life to happen I want it to be like a puzzle where you don't know everything and you have to have patience and it's exciting and whatever happens from there happens. I seem to get into these, the craziest things like, let's get married. I actually had a guy on Tinder. I think I posted it the other day. He said, hello, Patricia, will you marry me? And it was like right back to, oh my gosh, flashbacks, the submarine and the homeless guy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Running for the hills. 
So how am I going to do that? How am I going to find somebody who just wants to genuinely date? Because I'm telling you, Submarine's 28, the homeless guy's 40. I uh, dated a, we'll call him Clover, straight off the boat from Ireland, just visiting. He, he happens to lie about his age. We dated for a while. He was actually 21, which is a really, really crazy, 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 crazy age difference. But you know, he was honest. Um, in the beginning, he turned out to be a little wild for me, but there wasn't a lot of, in the beginning, it was just like, we're going to have fun and we're going to go on a date and we're going to go out and go dancing. And then, you know, it was just cool. So it's back to where I just want to have this genuine life happening dating puzzle thing going on because I was reading the New Yorker. And it was a picture of a giraffe with a trench coat on, you know, standing there tall. And it says, make sure that the giraffe isn't actually 85 weasels under the trench coat. And I was like, wow. Submarine, four hours. I was like, this is the giraffe. This is the greatest thing to ever come by. This is the one. And every pink red flag. I avoided because he used a heartstring. Whether that's true or not, and you know, I don't want to bash him um, because I obviously care for him. I can't get him off my damn mind sometimes. Probably because I just, I'm so expressive. It's really hard for me to hold anything in and he's never given, he's never given me an outlet. And that's hard for me. I'm a Sagittarius. I am no holds bar, blunt, point, truth, no secrets. That's just who I am. So it's really hard for me that he's never given me an outlet. But he used these heartstrings. But the more and more I hear that he might have a girlfriend, I go back to that homeless feeling. And I'm like, does this guy have a girlfriend? Because he lives in a walking distance. And is he the type, like, is this a game? And it's, it boggles my mind that we aren't just talking to people. Um, there was a song on the radio the other day and it was Dej Loaf and I, I really like her and it was like, we all know the deal, just be real. And it's like, she might be one of the greatest lyricists out there right now because do we really have to get back to basics to be like, we're all here trying to make it, have fun, love each other. Are we to the point where we have significant others and we're playing these mind games and like, I really want to know how well the submarine and the homeless man sleeps at night. I really, really do. So if you guys have come across, like, let me know. Because these people would probably love to know, you know. I, there's some nights I'm like, do people really treat each other like this? Maybe that's a Sagittarius in me because I, I don't know if I've talked about the lawyer. But I went on a couple dates with, we'll call him the lawyer. Totally into me. Totally sweet, nice guy. And I don't. <laughs> that's the unavailable part of me. That's a, I can't care for him. He's too much overbearing for me. And I just straight to the point, like, you're super cool, but I don't like you. I don't see this. I just, I want out. And as much as I feel like that would almost hurt my feelings, at least I would know. At least I would have this clear slate of like, hey, he's just not into me. That's cool. That happens. And I can't, but it's really hard to do that with the submarine because <laughs> first date, we're talking about our wedding. 
So I don't know if it's immaturity. Again, I said he's 28 or if it's whatever it is, it's not right. And it makes dating really hard. I just want to go on a date. And I now for sure believe that apps are not the way. I met the first time I ever went on an online dating app was 2014. So it's almost four years. I have met five people off the app, like in person, like take that risk. So you've got to know that it takes a lot of time to swipe through these people or even get the feeling enough that you may really want to meet them in person. And I'm a total people person. So it takes a lot for me to like be like, oh, a couple of texts. Yeah, let's have a drink. So the first, okay, so 2014, back to 2014, Tinder, I get a match, it's laces. He becomes my first meeting of this whole world. And, you know, we still talk to this day. It's, it's, it is what it is, but we still talk. There's nothing unknown. There's no, well, I wouldn't say weirdness, but there's no weirdness. It's just, we know each other. We had this thing. And now we don't, but you're both still on the same planet. And I, I appreciate, I think I genuinely appreciate him because within those short, short, you know, almost four years, that doesn't happen. This thing has taken a spiral to where you can just go somebody, unmatch somebody, ask them if they want to have anal. It's, you know, it's just like, sometimes I open up my thing and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why is this happening? So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, well, who's swiping on you really? Who's single at this age? Who's really on there looking for... And I'm not saying I'm looking for a husband. I am looking for some genuine connection that has the puzzle pieces of excitement. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe this isn't for me. 10 years ago, 26, I could walk in the club. I could walk in a bar. Game over. It, it was easy. People, it was exciting. You're young. You want to meet people. I feel like it's a little harder, but I think I'm going to bring it back. So I promised myself I'm going to do three totally different things that I do within a month's time. You know, go to some certain place, do some certain activity. And I would love some suggestions. Again, the Instagram is at po- uh, girl in the valley podcast. Where is somewhere you met somewhere, somebody? Where do I go? What do you do? I hate to say sometimes I feel like it's like I got to get out of this valley, but I'm not going to get out of this valley. This is where I was born and bred and this is where my family is and, you know, I just love it. So I think what I'll do is do that, hopefully get some stories for you because I'm hoping to change the dynamic for some women and by saying that is like, we got to get off these apps. We got to stop allowing some of this messaging to happen. Being mad at each other. Like the homeless's girlfriend after a year and a half, you're mad at me. I didn't even know you existed. He asked me, he was cooking in my kitchen, asking me what type of wedding ring I wanted. And I, I think my face turned upside down. Cause I'm like, uh, like that's, it's not my thing. Um, Other thing is, women, if they say something like that to you, the anal, the totally inappropriate, whether you've been on a couple of dates or not, whether they've hurt your feelings, 
we're never, never, never going to give the answers. And if there's men out there that are straightforward, I applaud you. I want to date you. I want to communicate with you. But the men, like the submarine and the homeless and the people that drag you on and just throw you in the ground, as women, just be strong. You're never going to get the answers you want. These men are never going to fess up to how they've made you feel. We are emotional creatures. You have created an emotion. I want to communicate it. And if you don't, block that fool. Block it and move on because you're never going to know. They're never going to tell you. And it doesn't matter. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the life. And you know, I had to tell that to my friend in Reno because she went on a couple dates. I I believe he's a surgeon. Like, he's an educated man. He's a successful day-in, day-out oriented man. And he treated her like shit. And we found him on Tinder. And his name was SpongeBob. And it so happens he Snapchatted her a message that night like a fishing line with bait on it. Like, sup, girl, just to see if he had an in or not. And like I said, it's cuffing season. So men, ladies, beware. You're going to get those weird t- Hi. Six months later, hi. And you're like, huh? My goal is to block, which is very hard for me because I am so expressive. I always want to have, have these words. And not that I want to be... De- an asshole. I just want to talk about things. I like to understand things. I like to, you know, well, hey, you were standing here holding me in your arms talking about our wedding. Why were you a dick? Like, I just want to understand. Maybe I was supposed to be a psychiatrist or something. I don't know. But I want to say maybe I'm not completely unavailable, but I'm not. I just, I just want to enjoy this process. So But I need to nix out the bad energy. So I need to block women. Block them. Just block them. Men, block her. If she's sending you drunken texts like me. Oh my gosh, you guys. I did. I texted the submarine. Which, (laughs) oh gosh. So I did. I texted him. It was a Saturday. Might have been at um, my local little pub here. And I was like, you know what? I only dated you because I needed... (laughs) I needed ammo for my podcast. I'm on iTunes. Like, total asshole. But hey, we all do it. We are all human. We all want attention. We want fulfillment. We want all these things. And he affected me. There's nothing wrong with that. But I need to block him. Whether he pops up or not, I shouldn't even want to know. He's treated me like shit. So... We're going to do three things. We're going to change the evolution of dating. We're going to change whatever's going on because I don't want to get on Tinder and see your dick size. I don't want to um, exchange phone numbers and ask to be, it's so inappropriate. Like the thing that man wrote me on a Wednesday night and it's up, it's up on, it's on the Instagram, uh, girl in the Valley podcast. So, um, Right now, I just want to tell you, I'm going to change something. I'm going to come back with some different kind of stories. We're going to see who pops up for the holidays. And we're going to have a little round table of women, maybe some men. I don't know. We're going to have it here at the house. We're going to have the microphone set up. And we're going to talk about how somebody got in a relationship. Maybe how they met their Tinder match four or five years ago. And I don't know. 
hopefully I won't have to get on here and be super inappropriate because of things text me. But when my grandma asks why I'm single, it's because fools ask me if I want to do anal. All right, well, happy Thursday. Uh, I bet a couple people have it off tomorrow. It's Veterans Day. I hope everybody's got some great plans for Thanksgiving, but I'm hoping to get the ladies over here before that. And I uh, thank you for listening. I think that, you know, there's no issues with taking chances. And I'm taking a chance on it, putting my entire life on the internet and hoping you communicate back with me. And, you know, maybe somebody listens to it and goes, you know what? Maybe I should block that guy because I don't want people to feel like this. I want you to enjoy every day. I want you to enjoy your life. I want you to communicate how you feel and be happy and trust yourself. So I'm not here to give dating advice or spiritual anything. I'm here as a big sister, which I am, learn from me. Because I don't want anybody to have to feel like this after the homeless person in the submarine. Maybe you have your own type of homeless or submarine. Don't feel like this. Don't prolong it. Don't question it. Move on. Block that bull. All right. Have a happy Friday. Thanks for listening. Again, we're on Instagram, Girl in the Valley podcast. Take care.